Welcome to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen. Green Bay sends Dak packing. Is it 1991? Because Detroit just won a playoff game. And the football gods will smile on us. Chiefs at the Bills. Game of the year. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Yeah! Playoff. Look who's talking. NFL. Wherever you're listening all over the world. Ni hao, previet, hola, bonjour, guten tag, ciao, and... Vonagam. On your face. Uh, we are heading into the divisional round of the playoffs, the Elite Eight, the quarterfinals, whatever the hell you want to call it, but one of the best tournaments in the world. Uh, and our favorite team, our hometown Bills, destroyed the Steelers with uh, Lady Huck Daddy in attendance with her girlfriend, uh, sending us some pics. All 168 episodes brought to you of Look Who's Talking, brought to you by the wonderful people at Huck Media. Go to huckmedia.ca or follow Huck Media on social media for any and all media needs, drone needs, whatever the fuck you want. Also, he's our producer. He flyboards. He's a big Titans fan. He's the father of Bowie. And uh, even when the Titans are not in it, he's cheering for him. Uh, we went two and one in our Hugh picks last week. Our gold hit. Um, our silver hit with the Rams covered. Didn't win. And then uh, our bronze did not hit. We had the Eagles minus three. I've been on Baker and the Bucks all year. I believe in Baker. And as weird Mike texted me in our group chat, weird day to get off the ship, bud. It was indeed. Uh, but I've been burned by this stuff before. And this we picked this before AJ Brown came out, uh, was announced out. Anyway, great weekend of football. Not a lot of competitive football games. Big shout out to the Lions and Rams for giving us one. Uh Biggest story is probably the pack smoking Dallas. It was embarrassing, embarrassing loss. Jerry Jones is not doing his radio program this week. Trouble brewing in a couple different places. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, we got our storyteller beverages contest. Thanks to everybody for sending in your five uh, football teams. Big shout out to Mike Morrison, one of our look who's talkers and one of my dear friends uh, for helping set up it on Google sheets. So it's a lot easier to track. And uh, yeah, I will follow at Hughes talking we'll showcase the progress the teams everything big shout out to storyteller beverages for providing the uh prizing also big shout out to our winners of our look who's talking team ltd regular season contest uh mark robinson andrew bedford and i think it was bluesy 27 whose name i do not know but you're all getting your prizes this week giddy up thanks team ltd all right weird mike let's talk some divisional round playoff football how the hell are you? Uh, and how did your picks do? Wild card Dunzo. Chop, chop. Chop, chop. One, one and one. One and one. It's time to dominate the divisional, formerly known as the best weekend of the year. The NFL understood that and tried to make it more than it was. And since then has become anything but the best weekend of football of the year this year. Can you explain that just briefly? Just divisional weekend used to be, uh, first of all, it was less wildcard teams. So the quality was higher. Two mm -hmm. teams had the buy. So That's right. two teams were more rested and in each conference and the playoff times were normal. One o'clock and four o'clock. Okay. Let's, let's not get too far away from what works. The Super Bowl special, because you do it at 6.30. Then they made 
the title game at 6.30. You know what? Let's have two Super Bowls. Everybody was down with it. Now, a third Sunday. 6.30 p.m. Bills Chiefs. It happens to be the game of the century, like you said, Jeff. I think the Bills Chiefs game is the early game. Oh, sorry. One million percent incorrect. When you say 630, I'm on the West Coast and I've read it at 330. (laughs) I understand. There we go. (laughs) Okay. You are allowed an error like I am allowed a wardrobe error here as I look camouflaged in front of the painting. If you guys have ever stepped in a centennial, that big forest pick, I kind of look just like it. (laughs) Nevertheless, the divisional weekend has been marred by more corporate greed. Nevertheless, times two, I will be glued because Tay-Tay is rolling into the Ralph, folks. We're talking steps from Royal Seats here at the M&T Bank Glass Suites. Where else is she going to go, Jeff? I don't know. There's not too many uh, warm places to be uh, at the the old Ralph, a.k.a. Highmark Stadium, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I love that place. Uh, yeah, Bill's game gets moved. Some bets get canceled. If you're with an overseas book, a lot of our domestic books just let the action roll. Hey, you picked fucking under 36 and a half, bro. That's your fault. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is your fault. Yeah, it's a low number. All right, maybe be sure. Okay, that, that's more of a game time bet than a three days prior bet, especially with the history of shit moving in Erie County when, when shit gets too hectic. All right. Um, this isn't this isn't a Manhattan snowstorm. Up here it gets dangerous and they move the game. So anyway, uh yeah, Bill smoked the Steelers. Uh we all kind of saw it smoked. coming. I don't think they smoked them. I really don't. Well I mean, okay, they, I mean, no, I'll give you that. They, they smoked them. They won. It was, was twenty one nothing. And then that go ahead, Huck. It was close for about five minutes. Yeah. It was a one-score game in the fourth quarter. Twice. Twice it was a one-score game in the second half. Yeah. Under no circumstances out of smoke. Uh, they were up 21 nothing, And, like, <laughs> there's there's a one inch of that third down pass over the Steelers' safety's finger. Goes into digs for probably 28 nothing. Anyways, then they block the kick, and the game gets going again in classic Steelers fashion. But as a guy who knows when to pick the Steelers, I had nothing on the Steelers spread, nothing. And it's not just because I'm a diehard Bills fan. It was not the spot. Let's put it this way. They were one punting horror from being out of this tournament, like you say, Jeff. They they were never... They're punching up seven. The guy doesn't have a hamstring. What Uh, if it was... Up seven, not six. It's different. You know, they're going to get the ball again. Anyway. Anyway, Bills roll... And it was close for a Bill's little bit. Bills roll. Bills roll. There we Bills go. roll. Um, and they didn't lose anybody along the way. Like no. What do you mean? Know. The the Bernard, the the linebacker, he got carted off. Okay. Well, Josh is okay. <laughs> this now. Okay. So you want to talk X's and O's here? I'm not really an X's and O's guys, folks. Okay. As I fucking add an S to everything I'm saying here. That's their two star linebackers. Okay. Milano's an all pro. Yeah. And this guy was stepping into that role at that level. Wasn't going to get the accolades or the fan, nor should he. Nevertheless, was doing Milano's job right. on a defense that was excelling. And now he's all but out. 
This is where Kelsey thrives in this middle against a weak linebacker crew. Okay, and I'm 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 worried. Okay, I'll be putting everything I have behind the Bills. Won't be a smash or sprinkle. It'll be an emotional pick. Mike, you should be worried. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, oh, yeah. even, even though you, subconsciously, for some reason, it doesn't get into your head that they are a really good football team with one of the best quarterbacks ever. And they, you should always be scared of them slash picking them when it's minus 40 and the Miami team's coming up slightly battered. Um. Anyway, yes, you should be worried. I'm worried, but I'm also picking the Bills. Okay, you picks teaser. This is their fucking year. Yeah, we do a money line day of type of stuff. But um, you think this is their year? I think that's a massive blow. It's not obviously a count out. We're not saying Casey going to roll or nothing like that. But right, that is an exploited matchup. And I don't know if you watched that Miami game, Jeff. Of course I did. It was my number. I, I was all over the Chiefs. Yes. So how about all these tight ends making catches? Gray, yep. Watson, Kelsey had two drops. If you don't think Kelsey's going to rebound from about a month and a half of hate here, in this pseudo Super Bowl spot, if you will. Okay. Yep. I, I think this is it's a real bad break. Allen's gonna have to piggyback up and you know account for four touchdowns, two and two. We're gonna need everything here, man. This is a bad break. This is gonna be a 10, 12 yard pick apart. Uh, I just think uh, confidence is high when we we beat them already this year. Uh, like we 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 Hate do them. well against the Chiefs, even though it doesn't end well. We 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 score points against this defense. We tend to hold them to some field goals. Uh, Tyreek Hill used to kill us. Remember, he got 220 yards against Leslie Frazier's defense a couple years ago. Yep. He ain't there anymore. Uh, I like the Bills. We'll talk about that more obviously as we go on. Uh, let's just wrap up a couple games this weekend. Um, hold on, hold on. Before you move on there. Okay. This game, folks, cannot be underhyped. This is it. They got lucky with this 630 bullshit on the divisional, okay? It's usually a fraction of this game. So go ahead. Your next, uh, where are you going? Where are you going? I'm going to guess you're going to Detroit. Huh? You love that? You like your little Rams action? Well, I mean, I was, all, I was look, I was heavy on two. Palmateer asked me, did, Coach Palmy does this thing with his dad, I think, every year, where you got your draft teams to do better than like their expected win total. Okay. And he's like, give me hey, give me, give me three teams that, uh, that you think will do better than their expected win total. And I didn't think, I don't think he thought that he was going to get the green Bay Packers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the LA Rams from me, but he did. All right. Um, so my, my chicken little teams, they tend to do pretty well, folks. Last year's giants yeah, they really do last year's Seahawks. This year's Bucks, this year's Rams. So let's get to the core of you jumping off because FYI, folks, what you saw on Monday night is Weird Mike's wet sports dream. <laughs> Monday night football on the ship yeah. as a home dog. Yeah, That was it. I know. You throw in the playoffs. You throw in Joe and, Joe and Troy. By the way, Troy's all over this shit. He was like, this Philadelphia team doesn't look like it in the first drive. I love how honest he is. And gave me the strength not to cash out. I jumped on. 
you know what? I realized that even though I didn't like Baker, I took him out of the equation. I'm like, this is it, Mike. Pretend you're on the ship. Get down. And I did. And it brought Wild Card Weekend to a halt. I'll tell you where I got screwed hardcore, Jeff. Mm. The over in the Rams game. This thing's flying. Oh, yeah. To the sky. Yeah. Doesn't even finish close. No. <laughs> <laughs> what I, a, and oh man snake bit there was no missed kicks no there was no turnovers it was just this weird melange of yards and no points oh including what should have been a chance to just give your kicker yeah third and 14 gonna, that's what i was gonna get to like oh well, that was it well also with four minutes left why the hell are you punting like be aggressive. Even if you don't get it, they still got to go down. Like, even if they score a field goal, like you're still it's still one possession. I, I can't believe McVay punted there. And it just felt like a by the so way, we, my- weird coaching shit this weekend. Sirianni not doing Eagles like fourth downs. Just it's just weird. I think McVay's was like just a rare non-correct play. You can't even say it was the wrong play. Right. But that was a super non-rare, hey, you know, he did the right thing and got a leg up on his counterpart. It's the same thing that happened to him in the Super Bowl against Belichick, where Belichick got in his head and he started playing so conservative. He was going forward on fourth yeah, down yeah, a little bit, a little with Gurley all throughout the season, all throughout the playoffs. And then he goes up against Belichick and he's, what, 25 years old? And he's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play old school football here and punt. And he scored three you. points. That kicker corner I gave last week came real through. Told you yeah. T back was a little shaky. Yeah. I told you the Rams and Indy. Okay. Even though Indy was the week before, that was a. And the Rams kicker barely made a 30 yarder. That's that's what crept into the back. That's Mar. That's the guy who missed five extra points for the Cowboys last year. Um, and the Cowboys kicker didn't really have a gun to his head all game. Like you said, Jordan Love put the smack on Dak. Yeah. That's that. And Where do Dak, you go, Jerry? You're Jerry. What do you do? What do you do, Jerry? I said this on yep. Instagram. Follow us at Hughes Talking. Okay. Look, I've been hard on McAlee's been calling me out for 10 years or six years of being really hard on Dak Prescott. And it's seven for games seven. It's for games like that. Okay. Because he always does that to Cowboys fans and Cowboys betters. He just he doesn't have a Super Bowl winning NFL arm. So all of the intangibles that he has, because I hear he's a great leader. Here's a great guy in the locker room. He used to be able to run the ball for first downs. Doesn't do that too much anymore. And he just doesn't have that quick release. That ball that, that sails, you know, six yards in the air and then just drops down over the linebackers before the safeties. You got to be able to throw that ball. Baker can throw that ball. He's just a little short. Another guy who cannot throw that ball is Jalen Hurts. Watching that game last night, I'm like, this is Dak Prescott, B. Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, same guy, except Jalen can squat 600 pounds. By the way, uh, let's let's do a little applause here. Uh, That's the end of the era of the brotherly shove. That's it. Jason Kelsey retiring, and the NFL is probably going to outlaw it next year. By the way, I think I think it. I think a bunch of those somewhat have, have hurt Jalen Hurts to the point where he's not running the ball anymore. He's not Drew Bledsoe. Okay, he can't just step back in the pocket and throw dimes. 
Jalen Hurts, a lot of his power comes from his legs and his ability to run the ball. They used to just call runs. I think in the in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, he had like eight designed quarterback runs at least, plus scrambles. One run last night for six yards with no AJ Brown. Weird. I think I think I think they're going to announce like, yeah, he's been playing with meniscus, you know, or, or something in his. I don't know something. But that's the end. That rugby play will be over. So I'm kind of happy about it. It's not. It's not NFL football. Yeah. Remember, it's more the pulling. You can't pull players. They gotta. They gotta respect the stop of momentum. The defense must be rewarded for being there. Yeah. If nothing else, okay. It's not really about the Eagles and their tush push. They perfected it. Kelsey's done. I get it, but yo, that loss, Dak is done in Big D. It's it was. I, I think so. It, my my it, prediction is two years from now. A because ooh. Jer- Jerry Jones likes a star. Two months. No, no, no. Because it's just the contract. It just makes sense. Hey, but here's and here's the thing. The guy they want. I think the guy they want. Because Jerry just saw the University of Colorado take over the sports world. So, and Jerry's always done this. Hey, win or lose, like as in he likes win-win situations. He dropped, he, he signed Terrell Owens, okay, away from the Eagles. One, he's a Hall of Fame receiver. So this could help his team win the Super Bowl. And if it doesn't, either way, he's one of the biggest stars in the world. And everyone will watch more Dallas Cowboys stuff. And the Dallas Cowboys will remain front page news. Jerry's been very good at this for a long time. If he, I think he's an, he's always loved Deion Sanders, former Cowboy, who he overpaid out to come from San Francisco, won another Super Bowl. Him and Deion are tight. And Deion's son is, not, is going back to Colorado. He's going to come out of the NFL draft the following year. I won't go too long on this, but I've, very wholeheartedly believe in Shadur Sanders' ability to play quarterback as a as a mobile, uh, accurate thrower. Man, this guy could play QB, and I think that da- he's going to be the Dallas Cowboys quarterback because I don't think Jerry wants some superstar to be drafted, probably in the NFC, and just he has to just play this this media machine of the new sort of prime time of the league. So. I saw not a big meme guy or whatever they call him, a video of Dallas watch parties eating their shit on the pick six that basically ended the game just before half. Yeah. I made it 27. They were driving. Hey, 20 to seven, get the ball back 20 to 14. You know, there was some hope in the building. People wanted to believe. Yeah. It, they, they just crossed midfield. There, yep. there was a moment of belief. At 20 nothing, with 53% of this game left. Yep. And then he threw the pick six. It was just a walk in front. They showed the Circa. They showed this crazy new bar in Dallas. It's like a cowboy world or something. Yeah, yeah. I think Dave and Buster's times a million. Yeah. But only for cowboys, Huck, type of medium joint. Uh, all these watch parties, guys in their basement with cowboy fan caves. Oh my God! What a moment that was. Well, they came out of the timeout, and as uh, a guy sitting at home, I don't think a lot of the time I can be like, "Oh, yeah, I like I could have picked that." Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm 39. Uh, don't really run that much anymore. But coming out of that timeout, and they're down. What? What was it? Twenty nothing. 
Um, 20. 20 nothing. And CeeDee Lamb barely had caught the ball yet. They were they were off script. And it's the two-minute warning or timeout, whatever. I think the whole world knew he was going to CeeDee Lamb on that play. Okay? And he, because Dak's not, he's not Mahomes. He's not, he doesn't have that, that like, oh, my arm can just launch footballs. Like, he's got to use his whole hips and body to, to make throws. Which means he can't do Matt Stafford no looks. He can't do just Aaron Rodgers falling to the ground, little wrist tosses that go 30 yards. So if he's going to throw a CD, he's got to just, he looked at him the whole time and just threw that little butterfly up. And I'm sure that Packer was like, are you kidding me? This is the fuck. This is an NFL toss. Yeah. I'll take this little cupcake and walk right in. Let me tell you, I would have skipped my Dak take. If it was going to head down that Shador rabbit hole there, that was, that was dark. You watch, bro. Shadur Sanders. Gonna Shadur, be a star he, he in this league, and he's going to be, I think, a star for the Dallas Cowboys because Jerry Jones understands media power. So the Browns, tough break, tough yep. draw. Flacco back to the couch. Would have got their shit pushed in this weekend. Despite everybody would have thought that would have been more the older brother stomping down on the little cousin coming back to the reunion. Yeah, if you will. So that just happened a week early. Bad day to have a bad day, if yep. you will, for Joe. That's the condolences I gave to PZ Villa and the Dog Pound. Um, nobody goes harder than those guys. Yeah, and there was a shred of hope with that fourteen ten Browns there. That, yeah, he answered. It looked yeah. like a moment, and then it wasn't. It, it's uh. It, it, you know what blows my mind when I was watching that game? This is just put on your weird hat for a second. That, it's, like, always, it, it's always yes. NFL scouts, like like the best football minds in the world, picked Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud. And I kept hearing in these podcasts I listened to, because I after watching C.J. Stroud beat like almost beat Georgia, I, we were on C.J. Stroud, but not like hard because we're not scouts. But I'm like, you know, I think CJ Stroud, first of all, he's not 5'9", you know? And look what he just did to Georgia. Bama's got the best offensive line always. And I kept hearing this. And this is from, like, Mike Lombardi, like the GM shuffle. Well, you know, some of the smartest guys in the the league are saying that, you know, CJ Stroud could definitely play professional football. But Bryce Young might be like the Steph Curry of the NFL. He just drops perfect passes. Yeah, well, this is football, Mike. This is football. Steph Curry ain't playing for the goddamn Las Vegas Raiders, is he? Nope. He comes off double screens in the softest NBA ever and drops threes. Okay? It's it's still tackle football, right? Maybe Bryce Young wasn't the right pick. I still just can't believe watching C.J. Stroud that he was number two. It's hard to believe. Of course he's not the number one pick. His name is Bryce Super Young. (laughs) Get that. I'm surprised that hasn't carried... One of those talking heads hasn't picked it up. We almost missed the uh, headbutt. We're two for three Yeah. on that front. Uh, into the divisional we go. little coaching news there. Vrabel, hey, a little, little, Tennessee, uh, little Tennessee teardrop here, Huckster. We got Vrabel off to Seattle. You like it? Another? Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't see that. I saw yeah, Belichick Vrabel. interviewed with the Falcons, but 
Hawk, what do you think about that? Vrabel to this interview with Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are going to be better off. Like, yeah. I don't know. I still think the Titans were dumb to let let them go. Yeah, the Titans are apparently interviewing the Liberty University coach. No, I'm just all, <laughs> I'm just all I've heard about is how Vrabel is like considered widely considered a top ten coach in the league, and that everybody is just surprised the Titans. But let him but go. it's it's his mo. It's not that he's not good. Don't you remember the Tom vs. Time? Those seasons where Vrabel weren't sustainable. Something had to go. Like, and he's glad he did. They took a step back to to take two forward. And that's where, you know, the lost art of patience will never be had again. But it's, it's what was he, six or seven seasons? Same in Seattle. He's going to be, he's going to be this, like this everywhere. From, from what I read, uh, it was once they fired John Robinson uh, and they brought in the, the new guy, Vrabel didn't like the new guy and wanted more control over draft, the roster and everything. He's like, like he, he tried to parcels him. Hey. If, if I'm going to be cooking the food, I want to do the groceries. Enough of this shit. All right. You guys traded A.J. Brown. You drafted Malik Willis. I didn't want to do any of this. All right. You, you, you signed me Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Look what I've done with King Henry and a bunch of men behind horrible yeah, quarterback. Right. So anyway, whoever gets Brable, I think it's going to be great. Also, from what I've heard, um, the guy who does the three and out podcast on volume, like Herd's guy. Uh, Middlecoff, he used to be a scout uh, with Andy Reid's crew in care in uh, in Philly, and he got to know Vrabel just going to the draft and the combine and stuff. And he said, "Listen, if, whatever you think about Vrabel, a you're right. He is not just a leader of men, but like the man at every bar he goes to, every hall he walks into." The guy could probably hop on a fire truck walking by and take over the crew to put the fire out. He's the guy I would have like, here's what he said. He's like, if USA went to war with somebody and we had to send out a warrior. Okay. I'm sure he's like, obviously there'd be like a Navy seal or something. We'd probably pick first, but if we had to pick somebody from the football world to like defend us against like the number one alien or something, we're sending Vrabel with, with a foot, with some armor. Um, That's how much like he's just, the, the, a football warrior guy and his players love him. Taylor Lewin from busting the boys podcast. is like, this is, I can't fucking believe this. I don't even know what the Titans are like without him. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. They're, I, they're lacking identity big time, especially if, if Henry signs elsewhere, like uh, with Rabel gone, he gone, right? Like I would he, assume so. Yeah. Now it's, it's the Will Levis era for another, for a year or two. <laughs> It's gonna might, be a, uh, it's gonna be a tough few years. Tough few years. Um. All right. Uh. Harbaugh interviewed with the Chargers. Just one last thing. And I thought to myself, I'm like, look, everyone's saying the Chargers is the best job out there because of Herbert. And I'm not disputing that. But what I am saying is, there's something to be said, specifically for Harbaugh. He he's coming from Michigan. We're one of the best fan bases in American sports. Millions upon millions of Michigan fans all over the country. A packed, packed big house. Okay? All the time. The culture, the everything. 120 years of it. Does he want to go to a place that has about 300 fans? (laughs) And maybe his family? Like, there's there's no Chargers fan base that's psycho for this. 
you know worse than that they got the olympics coming they're one they're gonna get bumped they got yo-yo ma rolling through town like 10th most 10th most popular team in la yeah (laughs) they use the term second fiddle that's like the baker's dozens fiddle yeah all right possible tile there it's like the Mets if they had only if they were only around for four years. No way, they're wait, the wait, wait, Mets, wait. bro. Wait, wait, no, no. Imagine the Mets were only around for four years. They they used to play in Rhode Island, and they they now play at Yankee Stadium. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yo, I wanted you to bring back your geography stuff, but that's way off, man. Rhode Island is far. Well, San Diego's from, kind of far from LA. We're talking four or five hours. So you got yourself. Back on the tee, Jeffrey. Yes, uh, two and one. When Let's you go. are ready, you can go ahead. I'm not prompting it. I just recall to myself as yeah, I look yeah. down at my one and one is not better than two and one. No, nope. as much as I want it to be. <laughs> um, are you sticking with another podium? What do you got going? Yeah, I got a podium. I got three picks, two dogs, and a fave. I think we all know who the fave is. Uh, and there's one game I'm staying away from because on my power chart. The spread's perfect. Um, yeah. Uh, just one last couple couple last thoughts. Uh, the Eagles, the Kelsey Bowl, six weeks ago, was their Super Bowl. They won it. They were exhausted. And they went one and five cents. All right. That Kelsey, like as in Eagles Chiefs, that game everyone watched. The Eagles won that and game. Won and was streaking like a motherfucker. Yeah. Um. And uh, Sirianni yells out, like, see ya! Yeah, that one or five since then. Um, and that one win was by the skin of their teeth at home. Against the Giants. Against the Giants. Yeah. Uh, for the record. Well, you know what? <clears throat> I'll tell you what, Sirianni. <clears throat> You're my kind of guy, okay? You did the right thing. <clears throat> Unfortunately, you did it too late. Classic weird Mike. Get this guy an A-plus coordinating job. And give him another chance at a B minus head coaching opportunity in a couple of years. I think he's out of there in Philly. Uh, things happen fast in that town. He came in rocky. He's going to go out rocky. You know, we mentioned this early in the season, and then they went they went like ten and one. So we kind of forgot about this. But we before the season, we both said um, the Eagles are going to struggle because no team in NFL history has ever lost both coordinators. And then, like, had similar success the next year. I don't think. Leslie, if we could check that. It's our stats lady, by the way. Um, anyway, that's that. All right. We got four games this weekend. Two big spreads. Um, uh, three, uh, Two really big spreads. One game of the year. And uh, Tampa Bay taking their pirate ship up to Detroit. All right. Cue the music. You picks. You. All right, uh, my gold pick is the B- Buffalo Bills. It's the team I can trust the most this weekend. They've been playing playoff football for six weeks, and they've looked fantastic the entire time. That playoff football started six weeks ago with a win at Kansas City. In a game Kansas City needed to win as well. Uh, when you're on sports teams, this stuff builds up over the years. If you, if you have a nemesis or an enemy, and when you get them right where you want them, especially after learning those lessons in painstaking ways, the Bills aren't going to waste this spot. They know they can beat them, and they're going to do everything. Uh, I just think they're going to do everything right. Josh is going to run the ball. He's healthy. They're going to run the ball with Cook against Spagnolo's blitzing defense. 
And uh, I just think this core team that's still together, and then you throw in this guy named Kincaid, a young Travis Kelsey that I predicted before the season, uh, is going to be the difference. And I, I, Bills win by a touchdown in a great game. But uh, we're getting touchdowns, not field goals from the Bills, and I think we'll see a very busy Harrison Butker. Because, uh, hey, Patrick Mahomes, Hall of Famer, one of the best to ever do it. First playoff road game. And it's not in fucking la-la land against the Chargers with half Chiefs fans. This is against a stone-cold, raving Bills Mafia that's been waiting for this game since the 13-second game four years ago. Bills ain't letting this one slip. It's their year, and I'll pick them the rest of the way. Give me the Bills. Gold pick, minus two and a half. This could go to three. All right, Vegas is seeing the same thing we're seeing. Yes, it's Mahomes, but good God. All right, Josh Allen, this Wyoming farm tank. In Rex Ryan's words, John Elway on steroids. Yeah, he's going to get it done this year, man. Be on the right side of it. Okay. Uh, Silver pick. Ah, look. Baker and the boys showed me that I was right all year. All right, I got off the train a little early last week. But uh, six and a half points, too much. All right. Detroit, they, they squeeze by the L.A. Rams. I see another game just like that. All right, Detroit doesn't know how to smoke teams in the playoffs. That was their first playoff win in 32 years. They are going to, I mean, Dan Campbell's an aggressive coach, but they're just not, they're not the team to do it. They don't have the defense to do it where they're just going to score 25 points and then just shut down some other offense. They just don't do that. That's not been their defense all year and even at home. So yeah, give me Baker and the boys to keep this close. I don't know who wins. So I'll take the six and a half points for sure. This feels like a game that should be three and a half, maybe three. I don't know who the Lions are to be getting six and a half points against the Bucks. Okay, so give me the Bucks. Give me Baker. Keep this game close. I call it a field goal game. I don't know who wins. Yeah, give me the dog at plus six and a half. Okay. And my bronze pick. Again, so just like last week, um, I really only want to pick one or two games this weekend, but I'll give you a podium. But three units on the gold pick, two units on the silver pick, and maybe half a unit on the third pick. All right, I like Houston. That's my bronze pick. Houston Texans plus nine at Baltimore. Look, uh, as a guy who's been covering playoff football for a long time, especially in these recent sort of seven, six years, as we've been doing this podcast, the Baltimore Ravens do not do well coming off rest. I don't know what it is about Harbaugh's program in Baltimore, but they have laid some eggs coming off rest. And either, and then they squeak out a victory or they just lose outright to like the Titans or whatever. Remember that, Huck, a couple years ago? Um, so I just don't, I don't know this something about the Harbaugh Ravens. They seem to come out pretty slow coming off rest. Then Houston is rolling with energy and they got a quarterback who drops dimes. So I think with a quarterback like that, also Laramie Tunsil, everyone's forgetting about how much time CJ Stroud's getting. So I know the Ravens have an aggressive D Roquan Smith and great linebackers. However, if they can't get to C.J. Stroud, he's got time. Shit. Remember week one? All right. Houston could put up a battle against these guys. So I think plus nine is too much. Houston just too hot of a team. And with Laramie Tunsil and that Houston O-line giving C.J. Stroud time, he's proved that if he's got time, he can drop a dime. All right. 
Uh, so Ravens win this, but the, the nine's too much. They come out slow. They come out stiff after two weeks off. Houston comes out rolling and aggressive, and Baltimore eventually catches them and wins because they're wins because they're a better team. But they win by six, five. Nine's too much. All right, so give me. There's the picks. Bills minus two and a half. Gold pick. Bucks plus six and a half. Silver pick. Houston plus nine. Bronze pick. Those are my Hugh picks. Giddy up. You talk about it, Jeffrey. Talk about it. I. Love, love, hate, love, love, hate, love, hate, love, 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 hate. As I shift into daddy mode here, as I try and throw off the scent to the real answer, hiding behind the weird pick coming up shortly. I'll be. That was a riddle. Yeah. (laughs) I, I hate all the numbers. I hate every number this week. And the real weird pick is is just a money line folks it's a it's whatever you want to add to it. you want to make it one or no you want to make it a teaser pick it's money lines baltimore san francisco and the buffalo bills are going to win the game three way two heavy one tiny equals three mediums you hear that huckster get the weird mike calculator at okay i can't i, I don't need, it was so messed up i can't even remember i think i here. Two heavy and one tiny equals three mediums. All money lines. It's plus whatever. Love that tile last week, by the way, Huckster. Or the week before. <laughs> three mediums. Weird pick is it's it's one pick. It's three money lines. Two heavy, one tiny equals three mediums. Third time's a charm. It doesn't work with shopping, but Niners, Bills, three money lines. Sunday. We wait for the game of the year Saturday. We revel at the NFL's best as they provided and advertised. Excited for that. And uh, I hate every number, folks. I hate every total. I hate every number. The new lens has got me keeping it real, folks. We used to force out a couple of weekends, especially the divisional. But I'm uh, changed as a better as I head towards the Yukon, greater answers await. Win football games, folks. That's what the playoffs are all about. I wish spreads didn't exist come January. Talk about it. All right. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, like that's a good money line parlay. That's um, that's a cousin Sal special right there. Cousin Sal, eh? Yeah, he loves the he- the heavy favorite money line parlays. He's like, you guys, y'all, y'all can do spreads all you want. Give me Georgia, Bama, Florida State, and fucking Oklahoma. I'm gonna put 500 bucks on that to win 700 and call it a day. Uh, you know. Um, so I like that. I again, uh, I just think I, I'm, I, <laughs> I realize my own fear bias. I am scared of picking against the Niners because uh, they just unleash shit kickings on teams when shit kickings don't seem like it's on the menu. All right. And they did it to Aaron Rodgers Packers three times, two times in the playoffs, three times, all three times I bet on Aaron. I don't even like Aaron, but he's supposed to be a good enough quarterback to keep games close. You love him. I don't love him. 
I wouldn't want to be in a car car trip with him for 10 minutes. And he's an NFL quarterback and every other NFL quarterback I go on road trips with just to ask them questions about what it's like to be an NFL quarterback. One of those shit kickings was on my iPhone at the great cup at the great cup in Calgary. Yeah. That was a memorable moment. Nevertheless, I think the organizational beef reigns supreme and the Niners remain a cut above yeah. the Packers. Um, not to mention the emotional toll of winning that game. Everybody's stroking that Jordan Love brajol, if you know what I mean. Hey, kids earned it. Yeah. No one's trying to take anything away from them. No, but they they could lose by 50. And this season was a huge win for Jordan Love and the entire Packers. Doesn't matter. So I think the Niners are healthy. They've remained at home. They're finally yeah. at home, much like the Lions. Um, stay tuned that weekend, everybody, for some Lions Bucks backdoor action. The Pirates do not travel well, I repeat. The Pirates, let alone when the ticket becomes pricey. Did you see the ticket prices for that Lions game? Yeah. Holy shit. That was a pseudo Super Bowl there, man. That was, I love it when like a random game becomes the biggest game ever, like a Jays game four ALDS. Like that just turned into the biggest ticket ever. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. We can have a very interesting Saturday. And I'm not, this isn't betting talk. So don't bet on this. But this is Bill's fandom talk. That I bet Phil, Phil Nolan's going to love this, okay? Let me tell you something. Don't do it. I'm about to put 900 bucks on a parlay, Jeff. CJ Stroud. Starting with the Baltimore Ravens. CJ Stroud. 4.30 on a Saturday. Just picture this, okay? CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud and the boys roll into Baltimore. Baltimore, throughout the years, when they've rested their starters, they've come out slow. They got smoked by the Titans as the number one seed a couple years ago. Uh, just they seem to just not do well in the Harbaugh program coming off rest. They just start stiff and slow. Let's say Houston somehow surprise shocks the world. Okay, then how about Jordan Love and the Packers expose Brock Purdy somehow? A couple of pick sixes. I'm just saying. By Sunday, by Sunday, by Sunday, by Sunday, Fantasyland over here. Not, Hey, listen, I, listen, when I said take the bills at plus 3,000 six weeks ago, you told our fans that they were throwing their money away and I should I shut did. up. I did. Okay. Skip McDonald, by the way, or Greg sent me the gift that you were referring to in the Simpsons when he's like, I like this or family guy. I like the sports bet. Uh, who do you want to pick? I'll just take my money. So just- but what I'm saying is, is that Bill's Chiefs game, if the suddenly is for a very, very easy path to the Super Bowl. You tell me the Bills win in our situation that I just painted. We host the Houston Texans in the AFC Championship game. And on the other side of the waiting for us in the Super Bowl is either the Lions, the Bucks, or the Packers. Start sizing the rings now, boys. All right. Look, hold on, hold on. You, you you can't do all the fantasy and then jump in on the bills. Like that's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I know. I know. So, it's. it's I'm just it's, saying. It's weirder very, stuff has happened. I think the Packers got off easy, despite putting up 50. If that sounds what it was, okay. Dax throwing up lollipops. They, they out coached yeah. them. That rarely happens to Shanahan. 
Um, I, know. I do. The the kids the kids not perfect. We saw him lay the egg in Cleveland. He laid the other one at home. Okay, I actually think those helped him big time because if he had this perfect bag again, you know, he had the grace pass the NFC title game because he got hurt last year, right? Wasn't also, his fault. He also weighs about 160 pounds. Like I'm saying, this guy's always one tackle away from whoever their backup quarterback is. Sam Darnold, Jeffrey, oh, yeah. your favorite. Yes, I, I, I'm a Sam guy. Outdueled despite pouring his heart out yes. on Levi Stadium. Make no mistake about it, folks. Darnold right. was there to the final seconds of that game. He's a Cali boy, man. He must have family there. Yeah. And, and for, you know what, for a moment, on on was it whatever the Lions game was, they reached for Wentz's helmet. It looked like there was a concussion issue with Stafford. Yeah. And I, I swear to God, there was. Did, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw his eyes, but there, yeah, yeah, there was he, a concussion. He got fucking Stafford smoked. Faked the ribs. He faked the ribs to throw the scent off the head. The guy's so smart and yeah. so conscious, yeah. despite being knocked unconscious. Remain. I think you're right. Yeah, he did that. I seen it on the replay because then it, the glaze. I think they should have trusted Carson for a series, man. The guy's uniquely built for that, man. They get that that way. You got that. If Josh yeah, Allen he, was a backup, you know. Well, also in the in the script that is the NFL, wouldn't it be great if he came in and Nick Foles the L.A. Rams to the Super Bowl? Eh? He he becomes the new Nick Foles. He gets a statue with McVay calling some crazy pass outside so far, yeah. and he's gone six months later. That's um, I, I was very excited for that. I understand why they didn't, but um, the game's tilted, and <clears throat> Lions. Uh, you want to talk about lucky? How about Lions are lucky? Okay, because in that scenario, they now have what's been dialed up as the worst playoff team in the field. Yeah, showing up at their doorstep a week in, with one choke job away from hosting now the NFC title game. Yeah. Right. So they got super lucky. I, I hope their coach stays out of the way. He got off the hook by McVeigh with the timeouts and Dude. the call there on the third. So that's brewing. It's an interesting game, man. I'm on I'm on the Bucks spread. What any what what are your thoughts on that game? Yeah, I got, got into my head. I'll take take the number because uh I really dialed into that Bucks game last night. They got that receiver, whatever the shard right, whatever they call him. The guy's out of control. He's got that next level gene where he breaks one open field tackle and it's gone. That was a slippery track at the at the ship, by the way. Yes, it was. Everybody was flip-flopping everywhere. Ford track is a fast field. And we all think Bucks, all start, power run, physical, even with Brady would run with Fournette. Dude, how about, but, how about some of these drops, man? It could have been 50 yeah. to 9 last night. Baker and, was and, on, man. No, no, Baker you know, was dialed. But there was three drops, and Baker missed two or three. There was five. Yeah. Let's call it, there was five plays that could have gone to the house for Tampa. Kate Otten could have broken a record last night for tight end playoff yards. Now, he still got like eighty, but he could have had about one hundred and eighty. I'll tell you, Higby would have been on his way at Ford Field if he didn't almost die via oh leg God, that, that fucking low, the low, low hit. Oh. I, I like that over. After watching Tampa, I like that over. Dude, I've been saying it all year, okay? When I was preaching Buck stuff and no one, no one was listening to me, this is a fucking defense that has Super Bowl rings. They know how to do it. 
And uh, the difference between the Super Bowl winners and losers was evident last night in Tampa Bay. Also, just keep in mind, like you're watching Jalen Hurts and Baker play last night in a microcosm of their careers. Baker's on like a fucking five dollar contract down there in Tampa Bay. And Jalen Hurts just signed like a hundred and fifty million dollar guaranteed contract. And that already does it. I'm not trying to be a Jalen hater. I hope he's hurt. I hope he's hurt because that would explain how bad he played more. Also, I hate his demeanor. I like fiery competitors. You know, give me, give me, give me, give me someone who's who just cares a little bit too much than someone who looks like he has to prove that he does care. Dallas Goddard's losing his mind on Jalen Hurts last night. Jalen's just sitting there like, like, I'm hungry. Like, you know, like they're down. They're down two touchdowns with a full fourth quarter left. And Jalen Hurts just looked defeated. Like, all right, just tell me when to go in, man. Anyway, um, yeah, it should be it should be a good good four games of football this weekend. I do think Houston's gonna gonna give the Ravens a run for it, but as you said with your money line parlay, the Ravens are gonna figure out a way to win this game. But uh, I think that number's too much. And just with 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 these Ravens, this core Ravens team seems to come out slow after rest. They just do. I don't know how. I don't know how why it's a thing, but it is. It's a thing because it's cold, and uh, it's just days out of routine. It's just yeah. So it's just that, that's what I mean. Natural human stuff. I read something. I don't know when it was. A couple weeks ago. This may have been a joke. I don't know. My sources are are unreliable to say the least. But I read something that said OBJ was thinking about taking the receivers or I don't know, the offense out on some boat or something like he did with the Giants. I saw that. Like they he had rented some yacht in from like in Baltimore Harbor. Yeah. But yeah, I read the same thing. I'm like, is this real? Because it really seems like something, something a meme page would just make up, you know? And yeah, like uh, he he didn't do that, did he? Like <laughs> I don't, no, but, I don't know, but that could be where the bad juju is coming from. Yeah, maybe. I like how it's the day game. A lot. Very excited. Uh, you know what, Jeff? That is an underrated game. That's going to be a good game. Yeah, I mean, see, if if, if CJ Stroud's got time, the the opposing defense is in trouble. But yeah. I don't think Lamar is going to let this game get away from them. So they might start slow, but they'll finish strong. Lamar's got a couple of divisional eggs, though. Yes, he does. Uh, yeah. I think. I think. I. I just think he. I think he gets by this game, and then no matter what, uh, loses to either the Chiefs or the Bills. Very exciting. Very exciting stuff. Um, oh, what else did I want to just mention here? But not as exciting as it used to be, for the record. Uh, it just depends this on the games. Game. Look, man. We used to have bad quarterback play in some of these playoff games. All right? We were having like the Houston Texans backup quarterback against Andy Dalton and shit. All right. We got Mahomes versus Allen. We got a couple of blue blood teams, Niners, Packers. And then we got the, we got the upstarts. Okay. We got Lions. One of either Jared Goff or Baker Mayfield's going to the NFC championship game. That's that's interesting. Happy for Lions fans. There's no one in the NFL that uh that, that that feels more like Bills fans than Lions fans. Like, you know, I don't think I'll ever forget Tom Savage versus Mike McGloin in Hernsey's cold basement on Aspen. That's was that that was the Texans versus the Raiders, right? Because Derek yeah, Carr got yeah. hurt. Yeah. yeah. And Tom Savage had a few games. <laughs> <laughs> 
Where are you watching the divisionals, Hugh? You glued to your phone? You hosting? Where are you going to be at, buddy? Want to swing by Centennial? I got uh, your return flight, bro. Uh, really? Um, One, like, as in, you get here and I'll yeah, get yeah. you back. Not, I think that's more, I think not that's more expensive than you think with a week's notice. Although that does sound a lot of, like a lot of fun. By the time you listen to this, it'll be Thursday, bro. That's true. <laughs> I made the offer on the show. Hey, at least you live close to the airport. You know, after Huck drops it in about thirty-six hours or so. Um. Yeah. No, I'd love to sit. I'd love to sit on Hank the pig and watch. You know, watch watch some well-controlled hey, commercial hey, volume. It's Henry the hippo. Henry the hippo, aka Hank. Okay. And he's he's malting, bro. He's he's losing. Every time Baby Cat does a number, he's losing his scales. Anyway, uh, one, one thing we talked about last week, remember, it's never too early to bet Super Bowl MVP. If you think you know which team's getting there or which team's winning and you just want some better odds, because Christian McCaffrey, all right, he was plus 950 last week to win the Super Bowl MVP. If you think the Niners are going to do it and they got their path just got easier with no Cowboys. Um, by the time the Super Bowl actually rolls around, McCaffrey to win MVP will be like plus one twenty, so it's just 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 a little foresight in the NFL playoffs goes a long way. All right, uh, same with Josh Allen. You know, uh, you, he's more you, you get him a better value than the Bills. Let me tell you something: I'd be fucking shocked if the Bills win it and Josh Allen doesn't. So just a little sprinkle here and there on some early Super Bowl MVPs. You could be rolling in the Super Bowl week with a nice ticket in pocket already. I got odds that people would pray for. I got one for you. Uh, I got one for you. Okay. Amaran St. Brown. How about that? Well, that's pay- that's probably paying a shit ton. Yeah, that's. He's got to have a Julian Edelman type game. Whereas when yeah. Edelman when Edelman won, that was the Falcon Super Bowl, the, the, the best com- biggest comeback in history. Tom, even though he threw for four hundred and something yards, well, and led the led the comeback. Got it. Yes, well, we were both on that, and that was an extreme disappointment to both of us. However, uh, Tom threw a pick six. He threw a couple picks, and Edelman got 143 yards, like 10 catches. Touchdown. Like every quarterback does in the Super Bowl, by the way. A lot of picks. Yeah, but sometimes they give them to him anyway. All right, Mahomes, I, Mahomes got a Super Bowl MVP he didn't really deserve. That's bullshit. We watched Peyton Manning get a Super Bowl MVP that he did not deserve. Shout out Bob Sanders. Shout out your basement, Renzo's basement. Me, you, Hearns, and Royal all on Bob Sanders. A forced fumble, a pick, and a nice return. Everybody's uh, trying to make Super Bowl plans, but I don't want to do nothing until I know what's up with the Bills. Right? It's tough to be like, hey, I'll come to your lame-ass party if the Bills are in it. You know, I ain't coming. Type of thing, right? Oh what? man, oh, Vegas! It's in Vegas. Ah, no chance. If it was somewhere like Minnesota or something, maybe rally the troops. I don't think the Bills are going to get a Super Bowl, even though like that's one of the the rewards for like building a new stadium. That's why like New York got one at MetLife. And they just got lucky with weather. It, that was the Peyton Manning Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl that no one watched because it was over in five minutes. Um, but yeah, I don't think we get a Super Bowl because what we just saw this past fucking weekend. Zero <laughs> chance. They're never playing a Super Bowl in Buffalo. No, 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 no. Here's how you do it. 
You put half the people in Niagara. I bring my bus there, make a shit ton of money. Uh, and also, they just put a giant dome, like a huge so keep circus the stadium. Tent. A circus tent. Yeah, type, type of thing. Like, you know, the sports dome that's covering up your local field times 8,000. And just put that over the dome. So the tailgate and your little Super Bowl city is is indoors. City within a city. Or you just do it somewhere warm where you don't have to pay for all that. No, stuff. you, you got to get your loot for having the for digging the hole, man. Every state. Minnesota had one. Everybody gets one. Minnesota's yeah. inside. Yeah, they're inside. It's a controlled. Life, what, anyway, you can... Come on, you don't think God can't steer clear for a couple hours in Orchard Park in fucking seven years? Come on. Not a big God guy, but I, I, I do talk to him during football. That's sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, God's going to need to be on Taylor Swift's side because she's coming face to face with Bill's Mafia and could get ugly, man. They don't give a shit. <laughs> I know. I, th- I, I disagree. I think Bill's, fa- <laughs> Bill's fans are confident as in like, yo, like we, we think we're going to win this game. And we are happy to have you in Buffalo, Miss Swift. Like, ho- enjoy yourself. Speak well of us. Biggest star in the world, you know? Not, it's not too often the biggest star in the world ever comes to Buffalo. Like, <laughs> right? I just think you know, we, we, bro, we go to these games. These are friendly people. All right? Yep. Um, they never go to Orchard Park. They, they might go to Buffalo. Their plane might have to redirect or they might want to go to the falls or something, you know, but yeah. they're never in orchard park. No. Well, they will be now. Uh, shout out Jason Kelsey announces his retirement. Uh, maybe the best center ever. What a way to go out. What a disappointing fucking horrible last game. Just probably the worst game in, in Eagles lore. And like that, I can remember in the last like eight years, that was just embarrassing. Let me tell you, uh, if he didn't have a podcast, he'd still be playing. No, nah, I think he's done. Dude, all those brotherly shoves, he said in, on his podcast, like he every sit right before he huts it, in, he, in his mind, he's like, fuck my life. Like, says See, real even- men doing things, bro, in a big rugby pile with yeah. full on helmets bashing into shoulders and ribs. They shouldn't be able to say that during the season. What? That, like, He's objecting to it. He's like kind of calling out his staff. And no, he didn't object to it. He just said, no, but whatever. Better. Like he, what he said was, we're better at it than everybody else. It's yeah, not yeah, by, yeah. It's not by accident. But he did say that it's it's physically tolling. Like it's, that's fucking kind of obvious. Of, anyway, all this Draymond Green shit right after the game, getting on a mic and talking about it. It's it's a means to an end. Okay. Yeah. There doesn't need to be instant gratification. And analysis. Sometimes you could just sit on something. Yeah. Uh, just a little uh, word to the wise, folks. All right. You, everyone's going to be enamored by touchdown parlays and putting touchdowns on your same game parlays. This is the divisional playoffs. You're going to see more field goals than normal. Okay. This is in the regular season where we're just going for it on fourth and five and shit. Okay. Field goals win playoff games. A lot of them. Uh Peyton Manning with the Colts one time walked into Baltimore and beat the Ray Lewis's Ravens with five field goals. So just be careful. I'm a big fan of yards, even more so than receptions in the playoffs. All right. Uh, the games shrink. 
You're not seeing as much hurry up offense. Whoever's got the lead starts to sort of shrink the game. Some teams do that like a lot, like the Niners and Ravens. If they get the lead, they just, they'll go three play first downs over and over again. So just be wary of putting your touchdowns on divisional playoff parlays. All right. Bills and Josh Allen passing yards. There you go. Uh, Niners and McCaffrey uh, receiving and, and rushing yards. Uh, Ravens, whatever Ravens to win. And, uh, you know, and, and give me, get, give me a, give me a prop, but no touch. I'd stay away from touchdowns folks. It's, it's much more likely whoever you pick to get a touchdown will not score one. So you're better off picking the no. And that's just a little word to the wise. Cause I know touchdowns are popular in our legalized gambling day of age. They're sexy. They're exciting, but, uh, they just don't happen nearly as much as the regular season in the divisional playoffs. And oftentimes it's weird guys that are scoring them like Kyle Jusick and shit. So, yep. Giddy up. That's just one little word of the wise. Call it a little mini truth of the week at the end. Cause I, I love doing same game parlays, but I do a lot better when I pick yards, not touchdowns. Follow at Hughes talking on TikTok and Instagram. I'll be posting some leading into the weekend. Uh, any last thoughts there, Michael? Want everybody to enjoy, be safe, tread carefully. NFL spreads in the playoffs are tighter, sharper, and geared towards less winnings. Okay? And like you said, Jeff, you never know when somebody is going to give up and drop that egg and that alt line is staring you in the face. So tread carefully is my my advice to all of you as I put $800 on a three-game money line parlay. I, uh, I do win. Like- I, there's there's a couple of live betting scenarios I do like. I'm pretty good at p- predicting these. Ever going back to Rams, Bengals, Super Bowl. Okay, I think Houston's going to score the first touchdown of this game. I just do. And then you're going to get the Ravens at a beautiful price. No, that's so, not going to be that beautiful. I think it will. The Eagles were down 16 and weren't even plus 200 in the yeah. second half. Well, I'm just saying. You can whatever Baltimore's money line is now. If they're down seven, it'll be nicer. And if their spreads nine, okay. If Houston goes up seven, that becomes Ravens minus four and a half. Quick, just throwing that out there. That's the one game where I really like the live betting scenarios. Uh, with Houston going, just getting off to a good start, and Baltimore finishing up. I'd take a nibble on a Houston money line on three six five with the auto cash. Uh, a, a quick bomb play, one mistake by Lamar, and you know just just one field goal out of nowhere, yeah. And you got your seventeen nothing, and you know it's only two minutes into the second, and the Ravens aren't like panicking yet. Like that's that's so, jokes. Those ahead, big sorry. dogs are worth it on the early cash. That's F- jokes uh, in our group chat when I was telling Harris to hey because he was heavy on Michigan, right? And they and they were up fourteen. And I'm like, yo, they're going to make this a game again. Washington's going to make this a game again. He's like, Hewlett, I'm three points from the auto cash. The fuck are you talking about? I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about the bet365. It's not the one I use. All right. Uh, anything for shut the huck up? Go Bills. Fucking yeah. right, Huck. Let's go. Anyway, this is our year, folks. You can smell it, can't you? Circle the wagons. Have fun. And don't pick against Josh the rest of the year. See you later. I change key.